1: Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is the Rob Black Show. Earlier in the week, I gave a weird thing where I'm like, I only, I don't, I try to use no electricity, basically from three o'clock to nine o'clock. It's a very weird thing to say out loud, because that's a time when you're cooking dinner for your family. It's a time when sometimes you get home from work, you start a load of wash, start a load of laundry before you go to bed. but I'm at the point where I was just raised in a different manner and some of the things that I do are frugal but they also save money Um, if my kid and this has happened numerous times to all parents he gets a white shirt right he opens a thing of like Gatorade or uh, he gets something and he spills it instantly on it The mom wants to instantly throw it in the wash and start a load of wash. I instantly want to get the stain wet and find 10 other things, 20 other things to throw in the load of wash. I'm not washing one item at a time. It's, again, ways of saving money that don't seem obvious, that add up. Wear items that can be worn more than once before washing a lot of times because i do radio in the morning and i'm up at four in the morning i'll sleep in a t-shirt because i kind of like, like to sleep cool but when i go to my office it's cold because i'm not running heat at night i live in california if it gets down to 55 burr <laughs> but i'm not running heat at night When my kids get up for school if they're getting up at seven, I'll turn on the heater at 630 and give them, you know, an hour of warming the house. But the moment they leave for school, it's off. And instantly I'm wearing socks. I always have socks on. Um, But anyway, I have a flannel shirt on right now to give you an idea of I'm not going to run a heater. And I'm not really an environmentalist. That's the funniest part about it. (laughs) To me, it just doesn't make sense to live in that kind of luxury. Also, don't you love sleeping in a cold house? It's almost like sleeping outside. (laughs) I've got a second home. And uh, one of the things that I love to do because it's up in the mountains is sleep with the windows open. You get to hear a lot of nature, but it also gets really cold and brisk and it feels good. I'm digressing. So I wear items that I can wear more than once. For instance, sweatshirts. Awesome gift for a person who Doesn't really mind. They're not sexy. They're not Jennifer Beals' flash dance. No, no, no. They're not ripped. They're not sexy. Nothing sexy says sweatshirt. Doesn't say like you know, take me to the bedroom. No, 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 no. It says let's live together until we die and see a lot of sunsets together. I don't use dryer sheets. I don't use fabric softener. What is that stuff? I think that was invented to take our money. Um. If I can do laundry after 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock, I do. Again, it's just a habit. Um, hand towels instead of paper towels. One thing that I love about millennials, um, one time in my 30s, I dated someone. No, I guess I was, in my, yeah, I was in my 30s, late 30s. And she was like late 20s. And she grew up kind of like, let's save the planet. I grew up on like, let's throw a litter outside the car as we're driving 55 miles an hour down the road. I didn't ever, I've never littered throwing stuff out the car, but people used to. That was kind of the norm. And then uh, some state ruined it by calling it littering. But long story short, she was like, um, I don't like paper towels. I'm like, what? You don't like paper towels? She said, I don't like paper towels. I like to reuse towels. I like so she had cloth everywhere, which is great. She taught me something, right? I've never bought a four-pack of toilet paper because every time I do a math in my head, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to use more than four, <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure I can carry it out. Let's let's get forty-eight. I, I I'm strong enough to carry out forty-eight rolls of toilet paper. <clears throat> I buy in bulk of everything I can buy in bulk. I buy in bulk. So, if you look underneath my kitchen sink, I've got a a gallon or two-gallon thing of hand soap or dish soap. I don't even know what it is. Everything in bulk, even toilet paper. Um, If you like sleeping at 68 in your home, try 66 for a year. Turn down the thermostat a couple degrees. Um, For me, a shower that's over three minutes is wasting water and wasting energy. To me, it's just like, what are you doing? You're standing there. If you can't finish your business in three minutes. Now, I don't know you. You may be that female who has really, really hairy legs. They're really thick hair. And it's, you're taking like a machete to that that leg and trying to get that stuff off. I say, let let the hair grow. <laughs> like, you don't have to do it every single time you get in there, but that's just me. So, three-minute showers are less. And again, you're saying, Rob, you are really, you're too much. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, when my kids were babies and we had to have to give them a bath, uh, they didn't get like a bathtub up to their neck. A, they could slip in it and die. But it's just a waste again. Um, reducing your cable channels. Oh, by the way, did you see recently Netflix started running a trial? on stopping people from sharing their password. And they've actually said, we know you're sharing it with a guy in Fremont. We see that you live in San Mateo. So we're gonna charge you an extra two bucks a month for sharing. Do you wanna do that? And people would be like, no, hey Steve, get off my Netflix. Let me change my Netflix password. That's gonna be interesting to see how that experiment plays out for Netflix. For 20 years, they've they've said we don't really, they they didn't say we don't mind. But they haven't policed it, even though they have the technology to police it. They're getting America hooked on cigarettes. No, Netflix isn't getting America hooked on cigarettes. Netflix is getting us hooked on content. And if, it came, if you put a gun to my head and said, you got to go with Netflix or you got to go with HBO. <clears throat> for me, I'm going to go with HBO because I don't watch that much TV. But for my kids, I'd go with Netflix because they watch more than I do kind of thing. Um, do you remember when we used to pay for landlines? Do you remember landlines? Does anyone still have a landline and a cell phone? If you do, you're rich because you're that's living large. Um, all my ski equipment, not, not my equipment, no, no, no. All my ski clothes come from a secondhand store. If you go to a thrift store, if you go to Goodwill in Palo Alto, you'll find some of the best clothes you'll ever own in your life. And I know you're saying, isn't there a song by... Da, 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 da. I'm going to knock you out, say, got $20 in my pocket. Yes. a uh, Thrift store is not a bad way to live your life. If you're buying it, like if you're in Palo Alto, that's a high-end zip code. You're going to find some good stuff there. So my kids, when they're like four and you're you're putting them in a ski jacket and you're paying $200 and then next year they're five and they need a bigger one and you're paying like, it's too much. It's going to look funny when we look back at our family photos because people are going to say, man, you really didn't go style, did you? I did not. I went Functional. And the people out there who are buying new every season, good for you. Uh, way to ruin the planet. Way to kick up the trash heaps. I'm going to have more money than you. I'm going to have a better conscience than you. Um, I got a second home that I'm not going to use this spring break. So I'm going to give it to a family that will. They're going to save money on a hotel and they're going to buy me a nice bottle of wine. But on top of it, when I was walking him through it, I was like, there's plenty of winter clothes there. Feel free to use them. Just don't tell me, wash them and put them back. <clears throat> that's kind of one of my, that's where I know that I've got some neuroses. I'm like, if you make whoopee in my bed, please don't tell me about it. Like, I don't want to know. I don't mind sharing, but clean it up after yourself, you know? But he's got kids and he's going to use the place and they're going to go skiing or, or snowshoeing or something. And uh, long story short, I'm like, you don't need anything. I've got, Gear for your kids. Our kids are the same age. Um, I would borrow something from him if I needed it instead of going and buying new. Um, If you've got a lawn service and you have kids, there's something wrong with you. I don't understand this. And let me speak to everyone on the East Coast right now. When I moved to California 25 years ago, everyone in California uses someone else to clean their homes. It's like a thing. And I'm like... I, I kind of clean my own house, <laughs> and my spouse is like, "No, no, no, we we pay someone who doesn't speak good English, and um, it's all cash, and it's just the way we do things in California. And you just need to go shut up and move on, move on, Robert, move on. This is what we do. Um, I don't pay people to mow my yard. Like that's you are crazy rich. Again, it helps the system. Maybe it creates low paying jobs. There's ways of looking at it, but. You have enough for retirement if you're paying someone to clean your home and to mow your yard. It's just me. Just in cleaning your pool, that's a kid's job, my friend. That's not a pool service. Um, I don't know. Some of these things when you practice you, or you preach, you don't practice. And sometimes you're like, "That's that's easy to remember. Here's like my cheapest of cheap. You know, when you buy store juice, I water it down like they're not getting a hundred percent juice and causing the cavities, which are expensive. Teeth repair work is expensive. Please floss, save some money. Healthy teeth are a lot cheaper than expensive teeth that are all rotted and jangy. You can find me online at Rob Black show, Twitter, Rob Black show, YouTube or Rob Black show. An education first approach to managing your money. This is the Rob Black show. Every now and then I do a show that takes me by surprise. Apparently, I want to tell you how I live today. And on the show, on a regular basis, I say, I see everything in money. When I look at a computer, I'm like, ooh, what's in there? Logitech mouse. Turtle Beach headset. Microphone by Blue. Um, semiconductors, NVIDIA, AMD, Intel. Micron. It's a weird sickness that I have. But on the show on a regular basis, I tell you, I see everything as money. And I'm going over like what I do on my daily basis. Where I like mow your own grass, borrow items, um, buy from thrift stores for things like ski season. For school, kids are going to grow. I don't know. I think it's great to spend money on occasion, but I, to me, splurges on clothes or splurges on clothes—they're luxuries. Now, again, I'm not telling you go wear Costco jeans. Get what makes you happy. Just try not to live in that disposable lifestyle. Um, I drink a lot of water because soda's expensive and coffee is expensive, and water's good for you and water's cheapest of the three. I refill water bottles. I look at plastic water bottles as cancer. Um, I know you're saying you're really hardcore. <clears throat> yep. If you've ever met me at a work environment, like a desk, I've got a big green plastic cup that I've had for over 10 years, probably 15 now, <clears throat> that it, <clears throat> it's probably 60 ounces of water. Fill it up. Do a radio show two hours. Fill it up again. Lots and lots of water. It's healthy and it saves money. I try to teach my kids that just so they don't not necessarily so they have a mean dad who's always like, plastic's bad, plastic's bad. Plastics, it's expensive. Single-use items are expensive to me. It's not that it's bad. Like I said, I'm not an environmentalist. Um... I just try to be practical. What other things do I do this uh, on the cheap side? So I have a Target card. I know you're saying you are a luxurious spender. You go out uh, beyond thrift shops. And you actually venture into a Target application. Yes. And I have what's called the Target red card. It gives me 5% off anything I purchase. So if I'm using my Target red card and you're using... Cash. I'm getting everything five percent cheaper than you. If I were to tell you I can get a car that's five percent faster than you, you'd be like, yeah. If I were to say I can get a woman with five percent more teeth or five percent prettier, you'd be like, yeah. But if I were to say you could say five percent at Target, you're like, I don't uh, know. Amazon's got a credit card that I have. I don't even know where the physical credit card is because I don't use it. The only thing I use my Amazon credit card on is my Amazon purchases. Of which they have a thing at Amazon. If you go to amazon.com forward slash smile, you could pick a charity, anything. And again, this works on all Amazon Prime accounts. It works on all Amazon accounts. But they have a charitable angle where every time you make a purchase, they'll give money to your school system or money to your college or money to cancer or money to, a again, lesbian cause. There's thousands of them. A lot of people don't, don't use it. So you're, my wife's like, do you want to give money? To Ukraine, I'm like, I think there's a lot of big problems in the world. I do. My charitable thoughts are usually go to children and animals. My charitable thoughts usually go to low-income parts of the world where infection can kill you. I'm not a big charitable guy from what's on TV. So I know if there's a Katrina and there's like, you see Whoopi Goldberg wants you to give money. Because we need to laugh again, New Orleans. We need to laugh. If it's on headline news, I'm not that for it. I like the charities that are under the radar that need the help the most. I know you're saying, that's harsh, Rob. You do what you do, I'll do what I do. But Amazon has a a service called Smile that not only am I using my credit card that gives me 5% off on all purchases at Amazon, I'm using my Target red debit card that goes straight into a bank account I'm not getting any rewards when I use that, but I'm getting five percent off. My credit card rewards are typically two percent to three percent. I like five percent. Um, something that I do that doesn't necessarily save me money, but I think it saves me money, is I unsubscribe from all store emails on a regular basis. I did it yesterday, and I tried to tell my spouse, I'm like, you know, if you get emails from Gap and banana republic and gap kids and gap cash and and yeezy if you're getting those emails a they're taking your time and time is money you can be cleaning the house you can be massaging you can be doing a lot of the things you can make making whoopee but you're reading these you know, they're just junk like try to minimize stuff in your life and even emails i try to minimize cancel subscription services if you don't use them you know, a couple years ago, Amazon Prime was the only game in town um, as far as fast delivery goes. And then they threw in some music and they threw in some TV. Um, they threw in a lot of other little perks to keep you around because now you can go to Walmart. You can go almost anywhere and get free shipping. So you don't longer have that free shipping cost that, that hangs over you that Amazon used to be able to cure it. Like you go, I can get a candy bar from Amazon. I can get one dollar. Delivered to my home, how are they making money? Well, they hate you first and foremost when you do that. Um, But try to cancel those subscriptions if you can, especially if you're not using them. Amazon Prime, if you look it up, if you have it today, look at the 40 benefits that you get with Amazon Prime. You're probably not using them like music. If you have Apple Music and Amazon Music, you're rich. Uh, Apple Music, Spotify. Like, and if you're not using the family plans on Spotify and Apple and Amazon, you're rich because they're all part of the perks. Anyhow, gym memberships, don't get me started. Most people can work out at home or at the high school football field. They can do the stairs with bleachers. Who needs a stair machine? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is The Rob Black Show. A personal
0: financial plan with custom investment advice. That's why Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP services were built with you in mind. How can they help you? Find out at robblackshow.com. robblackshow.com. It's Limerick
1: Day. St. Patty's Day. A day to end drunk in the ditches. No, please don't be that person. And for all mercy, use Uber and Lyft if you can. It's a brutal day to be on the roads. NASDAQ was up 3.77% yesterday. That was a good day to be on the stock market roads. SP 500 was up 2.2%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 1.5%. 10 year Treasury sits at 2.19. It's made a big move. It took two in stride. It ate it. It digested it, dipped back down to 1.9. And then boom up to almost 2.2. Bitcoin's having a tough time rallying above 40,000. It's it's at 41,000, up 3.7% today, or yesterday. And Berkshire Hathaway crossed the $500,000 a share. Stock is at an all-time high, as Wall Street is in love with value right now. And I think he's considered the best value investor, or at least the most well-known. I'd say he's the very bonds of value investing, but... You're like, well, Barry Bonds is on the juice. Well, yeah. And why don't we um, call our Apple chargers Apple juice for our Apple phones? I know you're saying you should patent that. You should patent that. No, it's a bad idea. The Fed did uh, step out on the tightrope yesterday. Federal Reserve voted yesterday to raise interest rates for the first time since 2018. There was a lot of talk. I couldn't believe how much talk there was yesterday on the federal reserve and what do they mean by they've raised once they're gonna raise six more times this year well they've basically laid out a roadmap during that roadmap they said something along the lines of yeah there's a war going on we get that yes there's inflation going on we get that one thing that i i started to figure out from their conversations yesterday is they're really counting on about halfway through 2021 we started talking about wage inflation People are quitting. It's called the great resignation. And to keep workers, you have to pay them more. So inflation probably started in earnest in the first, in the second half of 2021. But in the first half of 2022, we're like, oh, <clears throat> we're starting to see it bleed into everything. But we were talking about inflation in food, energy, everything. It just it exploded with oil in 2022. So one of the things the Fed said is it's going to take a while for us to get to those lower level or those higher levels that are now become the base. When you have low inflation, low inflation, low inflation, first signs of it, and then boom, you got to get back to that first signs, but one year out. So you're you're using a higher base than previously. So by saying we're going to raise interest rates once now, we're going to do six more times throughout the year. They're actually giving themselves a little bit of wiggle room to not do six more and to take the warrior in Ukraine in stride and try to digest it and not cause a recession. In the end, when the Federal Reserve slows the economy, they're they're basically trying to stall inflation, but not stall the plane. Typically stall the plane is the thought, i.e. they caused the recession. But again, in the mandate of jobs versus inflation, I think the Fed's a little bit okay with inflation. They don't want to cause a recession. They don't want to hurt more people by having more people lose jobs. It's a tricky situation, and I don't think there's a right answer. But that's what happened yesterday, Protesters gathered in more than a dozen U.S. cities one year after six women of Asian descent were killed in a mass shooting in Atlanta. Do you remember that one? Boy, the bad news has a way of slipping out of our memories, right? Starbucks CEO is retiring. Kevin Johnson said yesterday um, he's leaving the company, and I've worked hard at this. He's making his grand day exit. What's interesting about it is Howard Schultz is coming back. Howard Schultz is the founder. Howard Schultz started this global brand. Wall Street loved it yesterday. They're like, who's Kevin Johnson? Why is he retiring and taking his Grandy accent? Okay, you get it, Grandy? Get it. Now, Howard Schultz is going to inherit some Venti-sized problems. Uh, 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 uh. I'll be here all day. Because Starbucks is serving up a big cup of depresso. uh 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 uh, uh. They made 29.1 billion last year in sales. That's more than the 26.5 they made in the pre-pandemic. So they're back in sales. The problem is inflation. Shares are down 24% in the last 12 months. That's worse than the overall food service industry, which is down about 5%. Wall Street's figured out Starbucks has got some problems with labor. They want to unionize and they want more money, as well as all the stuff that goes on with inflation. So they are still having the, getting the stuff to their stores is expensive. Paying their employees is expensive. The turning on the ovens is expensive. The food cost for uh, putting together meals is expensive. So inflation's hitting Starbucks. With inflation at a high of 7.9%, chains like Starbucks are dealing with higher food, transportation, and labor costs. The price of menu items at fast food outposts rose 8% in 2021. Starbucks has already raised prices three times since October, and they still missed earnings recently. So they seem a little discombobulated, like they've almost had too much caffeine. <clears throat> Target's looking to make massive investments in solar panels in California parking lots as a green model to power its source. I say great. Massive carports topped with solar panels that will power a big box store in California. Um, perception for a 20-something-year-old is important. Um, Keeping the milk, the ice cream, the frozen pizza, the refrigerators cold inside a Target with green energy, it seems to make some sense. Again, uh, California leads the country in this kind of direction. And a lot of people hate California. They're like, oh, the solar panels use more energy to make than they save in the long term. I don't know anything about that. My brain runs out of power at that point. But I'll tell you from a a millennial perspective, my kids, they're not quite zelennials. But they'll know Target's more green than, say, a mom and pop. And you can say the mom and pop needs a business more so than a Target. But my kids will figure out something and they'll go that direction based on what it makes them feel they want to feel like they're helping keep in mind they're pretty lazy kids all things considered and i say that with love i say that with love they're like when i say lazy think of it like like uh um, how shall we say this i gotta be very very careful um uh like veal like a big succulent baby piece of veal i.e they don't exercise much they are locked up in their room and they're, they're they're delicious Kanye West has been suspended from Instagram. Um, I don't know what's going on there. But it goes to show you that Instagram is willing to suspend Trump. They're also willing to suspend. No, there's no political commentary I can make here, is there? But he seems to be unfurling. And divorce is expensive in the United States. Prenups, I guess, is something we can learn from the Kanye-Kim thing i'm rob black talking all things financial money invested more find me online at rob black show twitter rob black show youtube rob black show resources to help you manage your money visit robblackshow.com that's robblackshow.com okay so one of the things i hate is bs and you know what bs stands for right bullpuck right in the United States, one of the things I massively hate is holidays because we've lost the true meaning of Christmas. We've lost the true meaning of Thanksgiving. No, it's not that. It's just we've commercialized everything and to an event of taking your money and separating you, which again, I'm all for you wearing green today. All for it. If you've maxed out your 401k plan, if not, you need to get your stuff together. You need to come back to the office and present your presentation tomorrow. My kid did his first PowerPoint. He's 11. And he did his first PowerPoint presentation on why he deserves to get a newt. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what, what I ultimately decide. So consumer plans for St. Patrick's Day. This is written, I think, by a drunk leprechaun, right? 54% of Americans plan to celebrate today. Okay. The average expenditure will be $42.33 for a total of $5.87 billion. So that stimulates the economy a little bit, right? 80% of Americans will wear green today. I don't believe that. I think it's a drunk leprechaun stat. 34% will make a special dinner. And if you've ever been to Ireland, there's no nothing special about dinners from Ireland. Bah! Bah! I give it two two chunks of vomit. 26% will decorate the home or office. It's been a long time since I've been in the office due to COVID. And I miss the HR person that had to begrudgingly put green up so that we could all celebrate together. Now, here's where this is where St. Patrick's Day, the true meaning of St. Patrick's Day comes out. 19% will go to a bar restaurant tonight. Now, is this survey just of 25-year-old males? It sounds like it might be. 15% of Americans will attend a private party. 11% will see a parade. I'm calling BS on that. There's no chance 11% are going to see an Irish parade today. Okay. Let's go back to the one that I found most interesting. The 19% will attend a party or bar restaurant. We're getting more social. Last year was just 10%. You see where I'm going at with this? 34% of Americans will cook a special Irish meal tonight. Last year was 42%. So last year we're staying at home cooking. This year we're going out and partying. That's that's what I'm getting from that. I don't know. Are you getting it? You picking up what I'm putting down? This probably has to be one of the days where we lead the nation in a, a day of leading our country in DUIs. Be careful. I used to love... St. Patrick's Day when I was eh, 25 and single. Um, some men don't have good game when it comes to meeting members of the other sex and they need to be imbibed with alcohol to loosen up. Maybe both sides do. But man, it was a fun holiday to be at a bar. That was pre, that was pre Lyft and Uber. I saw some crazy bad nights on, I saw some crazy bad endings to St. Patrick's Day. But anyway, I bring it up because it's, it's it's a day where you spend money. I'm just saying be careful about it, okay? And in the state of California, 1DOI is going to cost you roughly about $10,000. And if you've got that kind of money laying around, good luck to you. It's interesting because I could probably get into some political commentary and talk about if you have an attorney, you're probably going to spend 15000 or maybe 5000 with worth of 30000 10000 without. is what I was trying to get at. Where the wealthy, yeah, I'm going to drop it right there. But I'm not a big fan of holidays. I think Valentine's Day is silly. I think birthday is silly. Um, on my birthday, I used to call my mother and say, thank you. Um, you made love to my father, which is upsetting at its core. But you made life, made me. And thank you, Mom. Because my dad wasn't the nicest person, so... Something happened to make me. And then she carried me around for nine months. What a drag. An eight-pound football. No thank you. Monday Night Football gets Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. I'm surprised how much. Buck deal is worth $75 million over five years. Troy Aikman is going to be paid $90 million. Ooh. There's some pretty good money in, in broadcasting, right? I don't think on my side there is. A radio station basically gives me, I don't know, two dimes, two nickels. I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I I do work with a great company, but I'm not 75 million or 90 million. At what point do you think Troy Aikman will make more money from his post-career than his career? And I bring this up because not every athlete, the average length of an athlete in the NFL, I think is three years, roughly. So when you see someone who's on their fourth year, they've hit gold. And when they're on their 14th year or whatever Brady is on, it, it's crazy. Um, but the average football player plays three years or less, And that's it. They probably left college early. Um, there's a statistic that over 30% of all professional athletes are bankrupt within three years of leaving their sport. And it's because they get in this lifestyle that they're caught up in of an expensive home. Most homes that are expensive have high property taxes. And when the paycheck stopped for the NFL and you realize the gold necklace you bought depreciated value or the diamonds you bought depreciated value or the divorce you got took half your money or the second divorce you got took another quarter of it. When the drugs end up in rehab and rehab cost you your endorsements of Nike, a lot of poverty. It's uh, professional athletes. We'll do a show one day about professional athletes and their money, just like MC Hammer. I bet he thinks, in hindsight, building a gate around his house that was made of gold was a bad idea. Do you think? Do you think? Um, The Fed's first interest rate has arrived, and ultimately, when they announced it in six rate hikes for the rest of the year, we're at seven. Do you remember about six months ago we were talking about two in 2022? And we started talking about three. Now we're at seven. It'll become a drag. It is going to be a cycle of higher interest rates for 18 months probably, right? Or until we trigger a recession, we start lowering interest rates again. It's going to grind on you. Talking about inflation. It's going to last a little bit longer than we want it to. Because when rents go up, they go up for the whole year. When mortgage costs go up, they go up for the whole year. And yes, we'll get some easy comparisons, probably more so than we'll get deflation taking away the inflation's gain. We'll get easier comparisons. We'll get used to it. Anyhow and anyway, you can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Don't miss an episode of The Rob Black Show. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Russian oligarch Mikhail Friedman said he doesn't know how to live three weeks after coming under sanctions. He's worth currently $10.1 billion. He described the EU sanctions as groundless and unfair. Since the invasion of Ukraine began, Freeman's wealth has dropped by $4 billion. I just love his quote, I don't know how to live. I don't know. I really don't know. Of which he was very generous in saying my problems are nothing compared with the problems of others, the Ukrainians trapped in the conflict. Um... I think I think here's your idea for a TV show, the real billionaires of Russia. And how do they live on sanctions? You kind of superimpose like how they used to live versus how they live now. He used to have a $75 million yacht. Now he rides around in the YMCA pool in two dinghies. McDonald's today has a St. Patrick's Day, Shamrock Shake and Oreo Shamrock McFlurry. Krispy Kreme has a free green donut dubbed the O, the O, the O'Leary, the original glazed donut, the original glazed donut. You're saying that's an awful Irish accent. Stop it, Rob. Del Taco is giving away free guac because it's green. <laughs> I know you're saying, really, sounds like too good of a deal to pass up. I know the Fed decision yesterday was out. And fittingly, it stoked a good bit of volatility. We got kind of crazy. We were up 500, then we were down, and then we were up huge on the Dow Jones Industrial Average. They continue to say that we're going to cut down on the balance sheet in the coming meetings. And updated economic projections showed a sizable cut to 2022 GDP growth outlook. So there were some things inside of yesterday's press releases and conference calls that got people worried. I think the conference call calmed people down and the market went from, down, from up big to down big to, as Jerome Powell talked, you could see that he's going to be somewhat flexible. But the cut of the GDP is real. And as we wean ourselves off government money from 2020 and 2021 during the pandemic's years, and there's no more government money, The Biden administration is not going to get any more free checks to you. Trump administration did. The Biden administration did. But those days seem to be over. So we're weaning off what we're finding is, oh, GDP is not going to be that good this year. So remember how during the pandemic we talked about 2019 is going to be the pre-pandemic year. 2020 would be the pandemic year. And 2021 was going to be the recovery year. Well, 2021 was the second year of the pandemic. 2022's recovery. And now we're starting to say 2022, it's not going to look as strong as we thought. Popular answers point to the Fed chair, sounding confident about the economy. Nice. His ability to withstand rate hikes in the economy. Nice. Noting that he thinks there is a low probability of recession this year. Okay. What about next year? Um, he thinks a lot of the uh, market in the last three months. They started to price in the rate cuts, which is kind of true. We've been talking about it. It's it's been kind of a demon known. Yesterday was a high beta day. Yesterday was a day where things went nuts. A lot of short covering, a little bit of investing. There's some plain old momentum going on. Today is a little bit cooler than yesterday because yesterday was the headline news. Oil futures are up over $100 a barrel again as we dropped, as we, get this, this is fantastic. Oil dropped into a bear market. Now keep in mind that this is the craziest oil market you've seen in many, 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 many years. I.e. 2021, the last three months, we were like, hey, the world economies are open back up. As we open back up, we're gonna be traveling more. We're gonna be making things at factories more. So oil crept up $60 a barrel, $70 a barrel, $80 a barrel. And then Russia, Ukraine took over the headlines $90 barrel, $100 barrel, 110, 115, 125. Now, going from 125 back down to 100 means it's a bear market, 20% off its recent high. How long will that bear market last? Maybe two days. You're like, but bear markets are supposed to be savage. You should see the parents somewhere, and they're savage. Anyhow, and anyway, February housing starts increased 6.8% month over month. Building permits slipped 1.9%. That's the number in the housing starts that I look at the most. Because building permits are about six months from now. Right now we're saying, oh, here's the design. And we're going to need to come to the city hall and please, please, please ask them if we can put in a bedroom. And then someone's going to come out and survey and go, oh. You don't have enough sewage uh, lines for a fourth bedroom. Sorry. So you say, how about we put in some plans that show another sewage line being put in? And I go, okay, we prove it. But that's stuff that, that shovel's not going to hit the dirt for three to six months after a permit's issued. That's the idea. So we don't have enough housing in the United States right now. Today is a day of drunkenness with St. Patrick's Day. But it's also a day of sobriety with reports out of Russia that they bombed a theater in Maripool that served as a bomb shelter for more than 1,000 civilians. And we don't know if there were people in it when it was bombed. And here's my commentary on war. Keep the children and women out of it. Please. And Russia's not doing that. It's very frustrating. That's the thing that upsets me the most is the children. Because you only get one childhood. So mine was pretty average to suck because I had an alcoholic father. My kids have had to go through COVID and now they're going through, are we going to war? Can Russia nuke us? I'm like, okay, you need to stop talking to your friends. Anyhow, the market rose yesterday on the Fed interest rate hikes. Um, Basically, there's inflation. And inflation's going to eat away at earnings. So the earnings on Wall Street, if we were expecting 10%, we're probably expecting 7%. There's There's been a trimming of earnings expectations. And if earnings are only going to grow at 7% versus 10%, we go, eh, market shouldn't grow at 10%. It should grow more like at 7%. So again, what you should learn from yesterday is that we have six more rate hikes coming through 2022. This is not going to be a short story. I'm not saying that you need to get in the trenches and dig in. Tanks are rolling towards us. No, 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 no. This is going to, it's going to be a sticky story for a year. And five years from now, seven years from now, 10 years from now, you're going to go, what was the year of that crazy inflation? What was the year of the Russian invasion? What was the year of COVID? That's an easy one because we named it after the year was discovered, 2019, COVID-19. Um, so we'll remember that one, but a little bit of distance will go a long way. Gold is eyeing its first gain in five sessions as the dollar takes a leg lower after the Fed rate hike. Um, gold's not my investment. And again, this is okay. We're allowed to disagree. I'm not a gold bug. I'm not going that direction.